Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Wealth of Health, a podcast appreciating what our bodies do well. Um, To my new listeners, I'm glad to have you. Returning ones, thanks for coming back. I have just finished a couple classes this semester, or for the summer, I guess. And in the absence of busy work, I came to realize how much that busy work motivated me to do the other things in my life, like to work out, take care of myself, eat right, drink enough water, all the things that I have to do to take care of myself and we all should be doing to take care of ourselves. And that sparked a little light bulb in my brain and I was like, I should I should talk about this. I think it's really um, prevalent right now with everybody figuring out what they're gonna do for whether it's their school situation being online or jobs being whether happening or not happening. Um, we're all kind of trying to navigate this situation, which is seeming to be a common theme here. Um, but I invited my friend Myra, um, or my ray of sunshine. She has her own podcast and Instagram page. And we were just going to have a little bit of a conversation about how everyday goal setting and affirmations can keep our, our everyday life meaningful and productive. And so I'll let her introduce herself. Yes, of course. So hi everyone, my name is Myra. I have my podcast called My Ray of Sunshine. And I recently started podcasting in April because I just really wanted to get into it. And I was so, so interested in engaging with so many people and helping shed light in difficult situations. Um, I really touch on topics on like, how to overcome anxiety and how to deal with this quarantine as well, how to move on from a heartbreak. Like I try to cover a variety of different topics and I really do enjoy meeting new people in the process. So I know um, I collabed with Taylor not too long ago. So definitely check out that episode because it it was a a lot of fun being able to um, highlight how to cope with this quarantine because I know that that's the main thing that's going on right now in this world. That's like an underlying theme of like everything I end up talking about. It's like, oh my God, (laughs) quarantine. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But if you guys did want to listen to that one, that one's linked in um, your bio, correct? They can listen to that. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. Um, because usually in my links, they usually change sometimes, but I typically have the podcast one in my bio the majority of the time and when you click that link you can choose which platform to listen to my podcast on and um the topics are pretty straightforward as to what which titles you know so the one with taylor is how to cope with quarantine how can you cope with quarantine which i feel like is very beneficial to everyone definitely relevant definitely very relevant yeah you know everybody can use a little bit of help um and so today i'm super excited to be talking with you about how to create productivity in our everyday right now and positivity within that productivity because sometimes when you're working yourself so hard on a regimen it can start to feel like you're doing things for the wrong reasons um or if you become what's the opposite of productive like just not productive Anti-productive? Unproductive. There we go. There we go. I'm a communications major. Um, If you're unproductive, sometimes that can be also rooted in a negative mindset. And so trying to supplement productivity 
with positivity um, is kind of what we're what we're talking about today. So um, starting on the more productivity side, um, I found that when I was busy and I had a lot of tasks that were on deadlines that I needed to get done, it was much easier to fit in the other things in my life that I also needed to get done for myself, whether it was exercise or eating well or whatever it was that I know makes me feel good, I would schedule it within those deadlines. And when those deadlines disappeared, it was much harder to hold myself accountable. I don't know if that's something that you've had the same issue with in quarantine or how how that's been something that you've been working through. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, I have the thing where, like, I set too many goals yeah. for myself, and then I get overwhelmed, and I'm like, okay, forget everything. I don't want to do anything. It's a fine line. It really yeah. is. You have to have, like, a balance, mm-hmm. but I think especially when you want to start making goals for yourself, which I definitely recommend everyone to do, Yeah. even if it's small goals like cleaning your room or something, do something that can keep you distracted and that can keep you like entertained yeah. in a sense. Um, but when you feel like you are making too many goals, like sometimes I set way too many goals, I try to cut myself some slack as well. So I do try to, you know, not stress myself out too much and give myself more of a realistic goal. If I set the goal too high, then I'm like, okay, that was ridiculous. Let me tone it down and let me see if I can um, achieve this goal throughout the week or throughout the course of um, a couple days. So it's always important to just make sure to, you know, give yourself a break, but as well, but also like, making sure that you are being productive and, yeah. and mindful of what you want to accomplish. I, I know for me, having a mix of small and big goals is really helpful because mm-hmm. if you're only, if you have like five huge goals that you're trying to accomplish, it can feel very, it, you, you don't necessarily get the reinforcement that you're making progress because there's mm-hmm. so much to do for each thing. Like for me, waking up and like, making my bed I know that's like the example that everybody uses but it's true like that's already something you've accomplished during the day before you've even gotten out of your room or maybe you eat like something that you know makes your body feel good for breakfast Uh another goal set maybe you decided you wanted to move your body in the morning so you went and did yoga or went on a run or whatever that's another goal so those are small things but then say like by the end of the week I want to have this project done and turned in early. That's a bigger goal. Every day you don't necessarily achieve it yet, but you're chipping away at it. Um, so you're every day still getting like the satisfaction of achieving a goal um, without it having to be like five huge goals that you all accomplish at the end of the week and then you start five new ones. Cause that's harder to like, feel like you're making any progress, right? Right, exactly. I know that when I set myself way too many big goals, it's like you're not really going anywhere. And then when you don't see that progress, you almost feel demotivated to keep going, to work towards that progress. So I always say, celebrate your smallest victories because even if it's something as simple as making your bed or something as simple as um, like doing your laundry for that day and putting it away, like 
those small things that you can just check off your list can feel so relieving. Yeah. It, it can be such a relief because then you don't have to worry about it and then you feel like you're already a step in the right direction mm-hmm. and you just feel more um, productive that in that sense. So celebrating your small victories is the key. Yeah. No matter how small. And I think you also brought up a really good point when it comes to demotivation with the larger goals because you're not getting that constant reinforcement that you're actually moving towards your goal. Um, And I think it'd be interesting to just kind of talk about how you can get out of that once you become demotivated because it's super easy. You have a big goal you're excited about. You spend three or four days working towards it. You don't see any change. You don't see any outcome. You get demotivated and then you never achieve the goal. So how do you get over that hump of, I've worked in the beginning, now I feel like I haven't achieved anything, I still have more to go. You can either Uh go one way and just stop, or change the goal to being like, finish half of it, I'm done. Or you can do X and end up feeling more motivated and excited about the goal that you've set for yourself and continue working towards it. Um, And I know that it's hard in the moment, but I'm sure there are things that we can, that we can do to get out of that rut that happens in the middle. Yes. I mean, I feel like a lot of it is just you reminding yourself why you set that goal in the first place. Yeah. Like how much that goal means to you for you to do the little things to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we're in the process of working towards our goals, sometimes we lose sight of the excitement. Like we just see it as a task and we don't really see it as, oh wait, at one point in time, I really wanted this because of X, Y, Z. And just keep reminding yourself of that purpose behind the bigger goal. And that way you don't feel like you're, you wanna take two steps back. Because any progress is better progress than no progress at all. Yeah. So it's just important for you to keep pushing, even if it's just something like smaller that you do um, to make that inch towards that bigger goal. But like, I also think that it's good to kind of um, break things down. So within a bigger goal, like let's say if you wanted to start a podcast, like what can you do rather than launching the first episode, having that be your first goal? Like what can you do little things that can help you make progress towards that big goal so that could be like buying a microphone and and so on and so forth so it's all about breaking those down yeah that way you're like okay I'm halfway there or um I still have a little bit of little bit um to make progress in but I'll, I'll be getting there soon enough yeah and just reminding yourself that this is the reason why you should keep going and not de- feel demotivated yeah at all I think you bring up a really good point with the breaking it down, because even though a goal is huge, it doesn't mean that there aren't smaller goals or progress points within it. And it's super easy to just say, like, I, it's just like what people do in school when they're like, I have an essay due in two weeks. I just need it done by that Friday. And then instead of setting the smaller goals within it, like I'm going to have my research done on Wednesday, I'm going to start like an outline on Saturday, I'm going to have a rough draft by Wednesday, and then I'll turn it in. That's much easier to accomplish. That's much more rewarding 
than saying, I'm going to start it Wednesday and Thursday rolls around and you start it. And so Uh even though that's kind of procrastination, it's kind of a similar vein. Like if you break big goals up, you end up, I think, adding more value to them. Right. And you're more excited with the final result because you feel as though you've put in more time and more effort. Um, I know I did that when I was applying to college because it's like a really big process and it's like you have just you just have these deadlines but if you take everything that you have to do for that deadline and give your own give yourself your own deadlines which was actually something my mom made me do I can't take credit for that thank you Jody um but it did help it's like this week I'm gonna have this essay done and then this week I'm gonna have my scores submitted to these schools and then all of a sudden you feel like you're making progress and it's less stressful and you've added maybe a more positive mindset to it because you're less frantic um and it kind of ties in that whole productivity and positivity side it's like if you're organized and the stress levels go down it's much easier to be excited about something even something you love can turn to something you hate if you're like panicked and you have no idea how you're gonna get it done yes And I love that you mentioned that it all starts with organization because I think that if you see a bunch of tasks that you have to do and you feel like, you already feel like you're not making progress and you feel demotivated, it's not going to help you in the group. It's not going to help you stay motivated to tackle that task head on. Yeah. Um, I just have to say, okay, there's so many ideas that I have. There are so many things that I need to do. Write it down. Write it down. That's and, like, huge. Write it. Writing it down is huge. It is huge. Yeah. It, it really is because you want to see what you can prioritize. Like, what needs your attention right here, right now? What can hold off? I'm actually currently doing that for work. Yeah. Um, where... There are so many things that I have to focus on, but I'm like, okay, calm down. Let me just make a nice spreadsheet. Let me color code it. Let me just get my pens and some glitter. It'll be great. (laughs) Exactly, because you kind of have to uh, be able to look at it in a different way and not see it as, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. This is so overwhelming. This is not what I signed up for. Like, it's just more so what can I do to stay on top of the things that I need to and for everyone organization is means different things like it can mean an agenda or it can mean like um like a spreadsheet or anything at all that can help you it could even be like a little sticky note yeah uh, because that's that's kind of how I put myself little reminders if I want to do something I'll just put a sticky note on the back of my phone mm-hmm. because I'm always with my phone and yep. I know I can't put that sticky note off until I'm done. I know people will make like their notes to-do list, their screensaver. I've never done yeah. that, but I've seen people do it. I, it would stress me out too much to always be reminded of what I had to do, but yeah. for some people, that works mm-hmm. really well for them. So um, I think that's huge, especially now because like college students are at home having to organize things on their own. All of their teachers aren't necessarily as coordinated probably as they were all on campus. Um, And we are are in charge of most of our deadlines. I just finished a class where we had no communication with the professor at all. It was our canvas where we have all of our assignments and the due dates. Mm -hmm. You write it down, you take care of it yourself. If it's late, it's not accepted. 
Like that's just the way that it was structured. And I think a lot of that is gonna, that's gonna become more prevalent in this next fall semester. I think with people working virtually, you're in charge of your own deadlines. You don't have people necessarily walking past you or asking you questions about a project, um, reminding you to keep working on it. These are all like external reminders that we won't be getting. Um, and I think organization and setting yourself up for not only like physical success of obtaining those goals, but the mental success of doing it and being excited about it and being proud that you're doing it um, in whatever way that that does that for you, whether it's writing it down or set, giving yourself rewards each time you make progress on something by doing something you love. Um, I know my mom sometimes after like a big meeting will just like go get some chocolate chips because she's proud of herself for making it her way through, <laughs> which I think is genius. It's like yeah. if that if that gives you a more positive mindset about having to work through something that's challenging, like go for it. Like find those little yeah. incentives, um, and co- combining those smaller goals with the big goals in whatever capacity, whether that's in your personal life education, the workplace, I don't, I, like it kind of just goes on for life. Like this is just a life skill that I think is yes. being magnified right now. Yes, exactly. And I, I love that your mom does that, like the rewarding it's part. It's so cute. I always see her come down. She's like waddles into the pantry and leaves. She's like, oh, I got a <laughs> chips. I'm like, oh, she just finished a project, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes because sometimes like I'm always working on um, my podcast, either editing, launching the episodes, like everything. Yeah. So when I'm on a streak and I, I feel like okay, wow, I've done a lot. I'm just like you know what? I've been good. I've been good recently. So you know what? I'm gonna buy myself like this cute little shirt that I saw, or I'm gonna treat myself to this because I deserve it yeah and then you know those little things are what keeps me going because I'm like okay I know when I have to discipline myself and I know when I have to make sure that everything that I need to do needs to get done in a certain time period a certain deadline that I give myself but I also know that like you know, once I get that done, I'll feel so much more accomplished than before, and that's more rewarding to me because then I can finally kick back, relax, and like just breathe. So yeah, it's all about pacing, pacing yourself, prioritizing, and really just trying to keep yourself um, from taking a few steps back when you're already making progress yeah. and you're almost there. Yeah, and I think it's okay, too, to, like, a break doesn't mean you're taking a step back. I think that's a misconception that people have. It's like, if I don't work on it today, I'm, like, losing ground. It's like, if you don't work on it today, you're plateauing. You're not losing all the work that you've put into it before. Uh Or all of the other milestones that you've hit. It's just one day where maybe I need a breather. And that's okay. Because without the breather, you're not going to be excited to be continuing the project. Again, it's like the positivity is also something you need to nurture and make sure doesn't disappear with the hard work that you're putting into it. So if that means you need to take a day off something, as long as it's not detrimental to the outcome of your goal, um, I think that's totally healthy and probably a good decision. 
in the end. Exactly. And we all kind of need that mental break too. Like yeah. I think you can't constantly set the same goal and then just feel like I'm never gonna get burnt out. Like everything's gonna be great. Like no, sometimes you do have to take that break mm-hmm. and and whether you want to or not, like sometimes it's just necessary and it's just for yourself, for your own personal mental health as well. And even if that means like having like some positive affirmations done along the way where it's like, okay, I am gonna take a break, but you know what, I did great. Yeah. You know, like I, I feel confident and I still believe in myself and yeah. this, this break doesn't mean this break isn't gonna make or break me. No. No, I so think that's it's, huge. It's just necessary. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard sometimes if you're stuck in that negative mindset to flip it around and be like, no, I love it. Like, those are two very <laughs> polar mindsets, but it's something I think that takes practice. And if you practice it enough when you have a positive mindset, it's easier to use it when you're in a negative mindset because you've kind of developed that foundation and that practice. Um, and it's more natural rather than just starting it in a negative mindset. Like it's like meditation. I tried it before and I never got super into it, but I remember when I did it semi-regularly, it got much easier. And so when I ever needed it, it was there in my back pocket. But if you never practice meditation before and then you're stressed and you sit down with your legs crossed, that's not going to do anything. Like you have to develop the skill first. And so I think Mm -hmm. that affirming that you're doing a good job while you're in a positive mindset mostly just to develop it so that you can use it when you're not is like is this the goal yes yes for sure for sure because i think you definitely have to start getting into the habit of like training your mind to think that way so that way it's not like okay a minor inconvenience my life is over it's over (laughs) sometimes I do feel that way I felt that way earlier today and then I was like okay let me snap out of this you know like let me be grateful for what I have for the progress I've made let me put on some good music yes and did you play party rock anthem Yes. Because like, because that's the song that will turn your life around. Yes. Truly. I have never been in a physical bad mood while listening to that song. I don't think it's possible. It's not because it's, it's like such a feel good song and you can't help but dance. And I would normally say like, find the song that works for you, but this song works for you. Like I will force it upon you. It is not wrong. I can't, I can't, I cannot, I mean, maybe there are other ones I'm open to suggestions, but I'm very set on LMFAO. Yes. So, you know, to each their own, but also include Party Rock Anthem. Yes. Um, Not much wiggle room there. Not much wiggle room there for me. I'm normally a pretty flexible person, but not here. No, this is where I draw the line. Party Rock Anthem must be included in the Feel Good Positivity playlist. Watch them sponsor sponsor you if you're listening to I swear to God, if they, like, reached out to me, I don't even know if they're still, like, are were they even a band? They were, like, two dudes wearing, like, cheetah print, yes. like, leotards or whatever. I don't even know if they're still yeah. around, but 
If if I if I were to meet LMFAO, let's just say that <laughs> I I normally I would I'd be like I'd cry or oh it'd be amazing, but I really don't know what I would do because I have so many mixed feelings about their existence. Yeah. Because they're a little they're odd, but at the same like I don't even like the song, but when I play it, I'm like oh yay. It's doing its job. It's party time. (laughs) Oh, God. Somehow we've always get back to Pretty Rock Anthem, but I feel like we've covered the the milestone bits and pieces when it comes to dealing with this, like, weird situation we're in with little to no external motivation and a lot of internal motivation having to happen. And setting yourself up for success by practicing small goals so that the big goals are easier. Um, You can continue to achieve those bigger goals by setting the small ones along the way. Um, And then just staying positive about the progress that you're making throughout the process. And being able to dig yourself out of that hole when you do get negative because it's inevitable. I think we all no matter how positive of a person you are, even if you're passionate about a project, you're gonna get tired, you're gonna feel discouraged, you're gonna hit walls along the way and you're gonna have to like pick yourself up and move on. And so practicing that, we've talked a little bit about how to do that and then it's just like applying the knowledge and making it a regular habit. Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, it's possible if you want to have that attitude if you're if you're not really a believer that that having a positive attitude can change anything that can change a make a difference in your day i mean it's just not well we can't change their mind because they're not like that everybody has their own i I, I don't want to use the same word but everybody believes in different things everybody has their own mentality on why things happen, how they do things best. And maybe Uh some people don't need positivity to work well. Like I know I do, but I like not everybody's wired the same. So appreciating that this isn't for you. It's not for you. And I'm excited that you have found something that's for you. Like, right. Right. And I'm interested to see what that's like. I would yeah. love to be able to work when I'm in a shitty mood. I would love to do that. Yeah, exactly. I, know. I would get so much more done. So <laughs> much more. If I spent all the time that I was sad or angry, super productive. Oh. Oh. I would be president. <laughs> my God. Um, oh, my gosh. But if people do want to listen to either our other collaboration or any of your other podcasts where can they find you that's my question yes so um my main one is instagram i do have um a facebook group i'm on youtube as well but instagram really holds everything together because Mm -hmm. i even have a website which honestly i have all the helpful links in my bio so if you want to follow me on instagram um you can find me at myrayof.sunshine m-a-y-r-a-y-o-f.sunshine and that's pretty much where i have all of the positivity and i always like do quote reflections and and mood boosters i know i definitely added the party rock anthem when we yes. did our episode so 
I always try to keep that as a platform of positivity and I love getting to know um, my listeners as well so yeah feel free to check me out there awesome and I will tag you in the post that I do on my Instagram that's the underscore wealth of health so you can always just click on that post and you can find her that way um, it was a pleasure talking to you today. I'm so glad we could reconnect after a couple weeks. Um, yes. Thank you I'm for so making time. And um, hopefully we can speak again at some point. This will be up probably in a couple days. And so um, to all of everybody who's made it this far, thank you. I know it's been like a half an hour, but it was a really solid half an hour. Um, go follow the Instagram and catch her promo check her out and i will talk to you guys soon